Welcome to C-Suite Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for another edition of the Brett Allen Show. It's go time, you and me. Join us weekly for the latest pop culture interviews from your favorite TV shows, movies, comedians, and so much more. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, felt good. Plus, you never know who will drop by. What happened here was a miracle. Now, here is your host. I said, throw down, boy. Welcome to the night's main event. Brett Allen. episode of the Brett Allen show and today we are talking more New Amsterdam we had Jocko Sims on a while ago and now we are chatting with the amazingly talented Tyler Levine about this amazing show which is just about ready to like wrap up for the season Mm -hmm. uh thanks for hanging out with us this morning it's a pleasure to meet you oh the pleasure is mine thank you for having me well this is exciting I mean this show has just been literally a wild ride from the start you keep everybody guessing and uh it's been fun watching all the characters change and grow but your storyline in particular this last episode i thought was intense but from what i understand the season finale tomorrow without giving out any spoilers obviously is is going to wrap a few things up but also it sounds like uh some other things might be coming along uh in your storyline specifically yeah i mean i think if if people have learned anything from watching the show it's that the <laughs> the ever-evolving landscape of these characters is exactly that it's ever-evolving even if we're wrapping up you know or if we're cliffhanging it's like it's just it's just leading to another cliffhanger <laughs> it's just leading to another twist i think that that's what makes david shulner and, our, and our, all of our writers very uh unique you know they they have a way of totally angering and intriguing their audience at the same time yeah that's a i have (laughs) never heard it put that way before but i feel that way about a lot of shows right now um, Mm -hmm. that are getting ready to end i was watching the good doctor last night catching up Mm -hmm. on that and i mean they just really irritated a lot of people i think last night with the way they ended but i think it's good though because it keeps the story going and it also draws the audience back in to watch and figure mm-hmm. out what's going to happen, which I think is smart writing uh, because I mean, this is all based on true stories and a book mm-hmm. and events and things. And so, but you guys have done a really good job of, of giving the audience satisfactory, you know, to get us quenched our thirst quenched and then to go, yeah. okay, what's going to happen next with Iggy and, and, and that yeah. storyline too. Little breadcrumbs here and there, you know, we got to keep, we got to keep you fed just enough to keep you alive <laughs> it's uh yeah, listen as a as a member of the cast and as a fan of the show and tv at large i get it i relate like i see people writing things on the internet and i see <laughs> critics turning on characters and people getting angry and like it's hard sometimes it's hard to not conflate yourself with your character but like i have to remember that like 
if you're getting a reaction, you're doing something right. Yeah. If it's passive and people are just dismissing the show, then you're failing, you know? So I think the more reactionary people get, the more it's working. The, 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 it means we're doing our jobs. So, you know, I, uh, I applaud the efforts of the writers who get slammed a lot, you know, to keep doing that because the, uh, one of our writers put to me the other day in a moment of weakness, I was like, I can't look at the internet anymore, man. Like people are mad at Iggy. And uh, he was like, yeah, because we're challenging people, you know, yeah. like if, if you, if they don't, they don't want to be challenged, they wouldn't watch. Um, so yeah, it's just a place for people to vent and, and, and if we're challenging them, we have to hear their, their feelings on it. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's the way it yeah. is these days. It's interesting that you mentioned that. So at large, <clears throat> it's, you have to stay away from social media and things I would mm -hmm. imagine because mm -hmm. Um, and I try not to look at that stuff too much either, because sometimes people will spoil things inadvertently. But oh, sure. It, it's interesting. Um, so do you have to physically force yourself to not look at Twitter? Yeah. You know, I, oh, I my God. Twitter. They are pissed at him because yeah. Twitter was the, the worst. I got off Twitter <laughs> because Twitter is like people love to drag characters. Right. That's what they say. I'm, oh, I'm going to drag Iggy tonight. And it's like. You can't help it. You put a lot of yourself into a character and then it just starts to feel like a personal attack. And it's yeah. not, even though some fans are mad at me, some of the Sharp One universe is a little angry with me because one time at the beginning of season three, I mentioned that I was a little tired of answering Sharp One questions because I had no answers for them. And I was like, what about everybody else? You know what's going on? And I shouldn't have said that, you know, but the Sharp One fandom got a little bit angry. So they've, there definitely is some Tyler Labine anti-sentiment out there as well. So I, yeah. I kind of got off the internet and was like, I can't, I can't do that. That's not, you know, I'm entitled to my opinion. It doesn't matter. And, um, and then with Instagram, Instagram is just too much fun when you stay in the fun zone. Yeah. So I can stay in the fun zone. I do like a weekly installment of like a story that I tell. And I try to like, just stay in the positive with that. But Twitter is like, it goes dark, man. It does. Uh, it's it? funny. Yeah. Uh, Jocko, when he was on last year, said something mm -hmm. very similar that people there's a very dedicated fan base mm -hmm. for his character. And mm -hmm. somebody tweeted out when I mentioned we were talking to him that he needed to put together a Spotify playlist of the music he listens to when he's in the operating room. Because oh, yeah. people are that's how dedicated your fans are. And you get that last week's episode <laughs> was intense and mm -hmm. took a turn that we did not expect. Yeah, um, I I the name of the actor that plays your husband on the show escapes me at the moment. Mike uh, Doyle. Mike Doyle. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. you Fantastic have a, actor. Yeah. You both just, it's so beautiful. And you have a conversation at the end where mm -hmm. you come to him and say, I, it's, it's, I'm not the problem. Yeah. You or are the problem, which <laughs> I did not see coming because I, no. your character was working so hard for whatever misgivings may or may not have occurred. It's the, the bigger picture is you're dealing with this trust and things, but then you're like, wait a yeah. second, which I think had a chord with me just in personal relationships in life, thinking like just because something happens doesn't mean you're necessarily the problem. How much of this mm -hmm. character is you just based on parts of your life and how much of it is, you know, created for mm -hmm. the series and, and gives us such dramatic storylines like this? Yeah, I mean, obviously there's a big part of the portrayal of Iggy, which is coming from my well of experience and emotion that it gets kind of um, brought into the character. But there have been instances on the show, uh, like with the end of season two, beginning of season three, with eating disorders with Iggy, that was all me. 
that was all stuff that I offered up to the writers that I was like, Hey, if we're going to do like a, a bit of like a disordered eating storyline, what we could use my real life, you know, uh, story. And they just wrote it into the arc and it would became the whole season arc basically for Iggy. So that was really vulnerable and really personal. This storyline with Martin has been kind of burning a slow burn since season one. You know, Iggy tried to adopt a child without telling his, his loving partner, which even back then I was like, "Uh Oh, (laughs) that's pretty, but I was even surprised. That's like a big thing. You know, it's not like, and then like... there's been there've been some things along the way too. Like, and if you go back to that, that might even be the worst thing. That might yeah. even be the beginning of the unraveling because that was a terrible thing that he did. And then kind of got into therapy a little bit, but then sort of turned the 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 pity party inward and was like, because I don't love myself, and I can relate to that. You know, I went through therapy with my now ex-wife for a long time. And when you're not ready to be honest, whether you're a therapist or not, you know. Uh, people are people. And I think a lot of therapists are are the most screwed up, you know, <laughs> they're just good at helping other people. Um, you, you, you can lie, you can lie your way through anything. You can convince yourself and your partner and whoever, even your therapist, if you're really good, because you just, or, or everyone around you is kind of like, they're not ready. I'm not going to invest my time in this. And you kind of, so even back then I was like, this is unraveling really kind of uh, in an interesting way. And then there were a couple other things along the way. And then with Trevor, you know, hiring of Trevor, uh, which could have easily been a moment of honesty, a transparency with Iggy. I think Martin even gave him an opportunity. He was like, hey, man, I get that he's hot. You know, let's talk about your hot, uh, you know, intern application. And, and Iggy would, didn't want to do it. He couldn't open up about it. Yeah. So I can relate to a lot of that stuff where you look back on some of the mistakes you made um, and you realize that, like, they were unnecessary because you didn't give your partner the benefit of the doubt. Um, now, does that mean that he's totally wrong? I don't think so. I think everything is a two-way street, you know, like yeah, you, of course. you can only keep your side of the street clean. And one thing I want to say in direct sort of, you know, to address this directly is like, from a personal standpoint, uh, as a man who's gone through a divorce and has, you know, now kind of put everything on the table with my ex, um, your, your actions are always informed. Yes. There's not, you don't just wake up one morning and go, you know what, I'm going to adopt a baby and not tell my husband. There's something in their communication and in their, their, um, their sort of patterns and in the way they communicate and the way they, they relate to one another that wasn't working for Iggy. And, and he started, you know, looking for other ways to fill a void. It's not right. It's not a good thing to do. But what we don't see in the show is really, we don't see much of Martin's we only see him reacting to Iggy. We never see Iggy reacting to Martin, you know? So yeah. I think you have to keep that in mind that there's like, it's always a two-way street and uh, it doesn't mean his actions are right. They're, they're bad. They're not good actions, but they're informed by something. So I think at the end of last episode, when he came to him and said, the problem is you, that may be a, a, like a 180 and a harsh sort of assertion, but somewhere genuinely Iggy is feeling honestly like that. He's feeling like, wait a second. I do do a lot. I, I, I've been trying. I'm always sort of, and I can relate to this too. You're always apologizing for your existence in the relationship. Yes. And, and you might not, it might not be correct to turn it on the other person, but it is certainly correct to address it and be like, I feel terrible. I'm doing all these things because I don't feel good. So that's what he's trying to do. I think he's just doing it in a ham fisted way, you know? Yeah. Well, as a single dad <laughs> and somebody who's been through a divorce and has to co-parent mm-hmm. with somebody in a healthy way, I, I think that's why I relate to this character so well. It's just because there's so many pieces of truth 
that mm-hmm. we pick up on. It's just been a wild ride. I mean, this whole thing and then, you know, the pandemic and then we didn't get anything for a long time. I know. And now we're getting these episodes and, and we've got a big one coming up tomorrow. Yeah. Um, if anything, I know I have the log lines here in front of me, but I think you would probably was would not spoiling anything. But like, what can we expect for tomorrow's season finale? Like, are we going to maybe perhaps get a little little resolution between you and uh, your scene partner there? Or are we just going to kind of <laughs> have to wait and see? Because um, there's something happening. There's a, there's a flood or a hurricane of some kind. Like a, yeah. it's a huge deal. It's always something, you know, whether it's an ambulance getting in a car wreck or, yeah. you know, some big thing I feel is happening. So, yeah, the foundation of New Amsterdam, figuratively and literally, is being pounded in the next episode. Wow. So, you know, I mean, look, we do it big. We do it big every finale, every, I mean, every episode really, but every uh, season opener, every finale, we do it big. So I don't think people are going to be surprised if there is some pretty big twists tomorrow. Um, I really don't want to give anything away, but I, I can say that you can expect what you expect. <laughs> you, <laughs> are, you, are, you, are, you already know, you know, and uh, with Iggy and Martin, I'm not going to call it resolution, but I'm going to call it there is definitely clarity. Okay. There is something, there's some clarity between the two of them that they have never reached together. Um, and it's really, it's going to be a very impactful uh, end of the season for these two. So I think people shouldn't, uh, shouldn't miss it, but don't, don't, uh, that's it. That's all I'm going to say. That's it. No, that's good. I don't think you've given anything away that we don't already kind of assume. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's yeah. not like this is us, you know, where we already know pretty much what's going to happen. Yeah. So yeah. the NBC- but I'll say this, you will get something. They're not going to leave you empty handed. There's a, there's well, a big good. impactful <laughs> nugget coming your way. I love it. Well, you guys are done filming now from what I understand and things mm-hmm. have kind of settled for a while. Um, I want to say thank you for your time. One last quick question. I like to ask this of everybody that I've had that is part of the NBC universe if mm-hmm. you could have a crossover episode with any show <laughs> in the NBC universe, just off the top of your head, doesn't matter if it's even remotely related or not, what, what would it be? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people were always on the This Is Us New Amsterdam tip. I think it should be The Voice. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I think Iggy that goes the, and auditions. Iggy goes on The Voice and auditions and gets does well. Doesn't win it, but does well. Goes pretty far. I love it. That would be fun. And then everybody would, would be. be, you know, in the audience cheering you on. And yeah, then you go and adopt another baby I, without. Yeah. And I can therapy and free therapy afterwards for everyone. Love it. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Tyler. I appreciate thank it. You. I've been a huge fan of this show and all the other things that you've done. Uh, well, I appreciate you. your time. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Yeah, I appreciate you too, Brett. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening and being a part of today's conversation. Thank you! If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's absolutely free. A major proportion. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. And remember, we care.